Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is the chakras. We're going to discuss the seven major chakras, how they affect the body. Traditionally, many indigenous people practice a spiritual belief system in which they believe human beings have a life force energy that is operated by many chakras. The Sanskrit word chakra means spinning wheel or disc of spinning energy. The chakras provide energy and are located vertically along the spine. These chakras are connected to various glands, body organs, and systems. The major chakras work together to maintain harmony and balance in the body on an emotional, spiritual, mental, physical, and sexual level. People are born with their chakras balanced, but any negative life experiences can create a state of imbalance, such as negative thoughts, trauma, abuse, oppression, stress, depression, anger, pain, suffering, grief, crisis, or any environmental toxins. This imbalancement of the chakra energetic system can manifest in the human body as a dis-ease state, weakened immune system, emotional and mental health problems. The chakras work together collectively to promote the overall good health of the body. A problem with one chakra affects the others. Each chakra emits and receives energetic information at different frequencies. Now there are seven major chakras. We're going to discuss only the seven. The first one is the root or the base chakra, which is located at the base of the spine. This energy center controls survival, basic instincts, and the sex drive to include physical life. The second chakra, the sacral chakra, which is located around the lower abdomen towards the navel. It is connected with emotions, sensuality, intimacy, sexuality, and creativity. The next chakra is the solar plex chakra, which is located around the solar plex and controls the ego. We have the heart chakra, which is found in the center of the chest, and it controls love, compassion, trust, and forgiveness. The fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra, is connected with honesty and decision-making. The sixth chakra, which is the third eye chakra, is located in between the eyebrows and is associated with wisdom and perspective. The last chakra, which is the crown chakra, is located on the top of the head and it controls spirituality. Now, each chakra is represented by a color, which has a different wavelength and frequency. The root chakra is represented by the color red. The sacral chakra is represented by the color orange. The solar plex is represented by the color yellow. The heart chakra is represented by the color green or pink. The throat chakra is represented by the color blue. The third eye chakra is represented by the color indigo. The crown chakra is represented by the color violet. 
The heart chakra is represented by the color green, which is a combination of yellow, which represents the soul, and the color blue, which represents the spirit. Green symbolizes harmony, creativity, health, abundance, and nature. The heart chakra is associated with the color pink, which represents love, compassion, nurturing, tenderness, kindness, and generosity. In color therapy, pink is used to promote a sense of protection, warmth, calming, and soothing feeling. Exposure to pink reduces the feeling of anger, grief, sadness, irritability, loneliness, vulnerability, and oversensitivity. It is stated that the heart chakra acts as the balance point for all the chakras, creating a bridge between the physical and the spiritual worlds. It governs our relationship and how we interact with other people. Now, let's stop for a second and just kind of talk about the colors because each chakra is represented by a color. So we're gonna just briefly talk about some of the colors. Now the color red has been identified to have the longest wavelength and the slowest vibrational frequency, which we innately recognize as warm and stimulating. Whereas violet has the shortest wavelength and the fastest frequency that we recognize as a cool and calming energy. Scientific research has proven that colors affect people's moods and feelings. Colors are used to manipulate and control people's emotions. Pacific colors are used to stimulate, agitate, pacify, or irritate. Now notice how in Western society, the heart is represented by the color red, which is associated with sexuality. Now the color red is also associated with violence and aggression. And it's also associated with blood. So it's kind of confusing because how can the color red represent love at the same time it's also associated with violence, aggression, and bloodshed. It's kind of confusing. So it's very important that we pay attention to the colors, what they represent and what we're using them for. Because if each color is associated with a chakra, if we're misusing a particular color or we're overusing it, then it's going to have an impact on that particular chakra. So it's very important that we identify the meanings of these colors, okay? Based on the culture that you live in, because each culture may assign a different meaning to these colors. But it's very important that we understand what the colors represent, that the colors are not simply for a visual presentation. They're not just for aesthetic purposes. The colors definitely have a deeper meaning, has a deeper meaning. Now let's look at the color pink, okay, which is labeled feminine, but everything in Western culture that is labeled feminine 
usually has some type of negative connotation. It's usually despised or it's attacked. It's seen as less than or weaker because females are seen as, quote, the weaker sex. They're not seen as equal to men. So even the colors that are associated with femininity are looked down upon. So many males in Western culture are not permitted to wear the color pink because it is a color that they consider to be very feminine in nature. But at the same time, the color pink and green represents love and it is associated with the heart chakra. So if males are denied the opportunity to wear the color pink, which is represented with the heart chakra, okay? So if they're not able to use pink and they avoid pink because it's seen as something that is weak and feminine, then males may not be nurturing their heart chakra. They may not be taking care of their heart chakra because all the things that could be used to stimulate their heart chakra is seen as a weakness or is seen as something that's less than or unimportant. Okay, so, you know, this it creates a problem. Now, the only men in Western society that are allowed to wear the color pink comfortably, you know, without being criticized or judged, are basically gay males. Gay males who are already a little more connected with their feminine nature or maybe overly connected with their feminine nature because, you know, the feminine nature is dominating instead of their masculine nature. So it's very important that we understand the meaning of the colors and how they are associated with the chakras, okay? Because we, as society, we're being subconsciously programmed to focus on different colors because these colors are constantly in our face or these are the colors that we are we are influenced to uphold or to to uh, have preference for all right not understanding that these colors represent the chakras and if we underuse certain colors we're constant we're actually underdeveloping some of our chakras if we're overusing certain colors, we're actually overstimulating some of our chakras. So it's very important that we understand these things so we can actually start to work on them. So now let's find out what happens when people have blocked chakras. Because the whole purpose of the chakra system is to allow energy to flow throughout the body from the spine from the base chakra, the root chakra, all the way to the crown. All of them work together to allow energy to flow throughout the body. You got physical energy flowing, you got emotional energy, you got mental energy, you have spiritual energy, and you have sexual energy. It is a free highway. Everything is moving. Everything is flowing. The law of vibration, everything is coming in and out. There is no blockage. When there's no blockage, everything is allowed to flow. And everything is flowing, then a person can actually be in a state of 
healthiness. They're healthy. They're balanced. They're at peace. They experience joy. So let's go ahead on and find out what happens when people are exposed to trauma, pain, suffering, oppression, poverty, disaster, crisis, negative thoughts. What happens is that our chakras get blocked. The energy is not allowed to flow. Okay? There's some type of stagnation. It's slowed down or it's stopped. The energy comes to a halt. It's like a moving river. Okay? The river has to move. The water has to move in order to clean itself, in order to feed itself, in terms to feed the, the ecology, all the animals, the insects, the plants, all of them need to be fed. And the water flowing, you have life is flowing. Energy is being exchanged, received, and, and given. But when there's stagnation, when there's blockage, those things cannot happen and we have problems as a result of that. So let's go ahead on and talk about what happens when the energy becomes stagnant, when the energy is blocked, when the energy is prevented from flowing naturally. Okay, we're going to go to each chakra and find out what happens when that energy is blocked. And then we're going to talk about what happens when it's unblocked. Okay, now as I said earlier, we are, are all born with unblocked chakras. Unless that child sustains some type of injury in the womb, whether it's a physical injury, whether it's an emotional, mental, or spiritual. Yes, children are exposed to all kinds of things while they're in the womb. If a mother is exposed to domestic violence, her unborn child is also being exposed because all the hormones in her body are affecting that child. So if she's producing negative hormones, hormones that are produced out of fear, hormones that are produced because of frustration, because of hate, because of anger, because of pain and suffering, those hormones are going to negatively affect that child. If a mother is taking drugs while she's pregnant, she's smoking cigarettes, she's drinking, she's exposing her unborn baby to these toxic chemicals. And those chemicals can create blockage in that unborn child. So sometimes the babies can be born with block, not because they're born innately, genetically with that problem, but because it is externally induced because of what the mother is doing or what the mother is being exposed to. All right, so let's go ahead on and talk about block chakras. Some people may not understand chakras and they may not even believe that we do have a whole energetic system in our bodies that process the energy. Some people may not understand that, it's okay, but I'm trying to give information to help people understand so they could do more research to find out about the chakras because that could be affecting you and you have no idea. I'm going to talk about the symptoms or the signs of a blocked chakra. And if you can identify with that, then you need to go get some help, you know, to get something done to help you release the block, the blockage that you have in your chakras so you can live a more fulfilling, healthy, and balanced life. So let's start with the root chakra. What happens if you have blockage in your root chakra? which is also called the base chakra. 
This is the bottom. You may get a feeling of being stuck. You may feel lost. You may feel off. Or you may be sluggish. You stress out. Not because you're physically tired, because you're not doing anything that would make you physically tired. Even when you sleep, you still feel, you wake up feeling tired. You feel worn out. You feel exhausted. You feel ungrounded. You know, you're not balanced. You feel unsafe and insecure. Your household is chaotic. Your room is a mess. You don't want to clean your room or your house. Your car is a mess. Everywhere you occupy is a mess because that reflects your state of mind. So if your root chakra is blocked, you could experience some of these signs, okay? You can have a lot of problems with money, okay? You could feel like you never have enough, enough resources, enough finances. You have no sense of financial security, okay? You may experience self-hatred, self-rejection, You may feel a sense of abandonment by your parents, whether they actually abandon you or not, but that's how you feel when your root chakra is off, when it's blocked, when something is preventing the energy from flowing, okay? So if you experience any of these symptoms where you feel stuck, no matter what you do, you feel like you just can't get up and go. You feel like things are not working out for you. You feel like you're not going anywhere no matter how hard you try. So it may be a problem with your root chakra, okay? We're gonna talk about later on some of the things that we can do to unblock our chakras. Right now, we're just going through each chakra and finding out the problem, the symptoms that something is wrong. So if you're suffering from a blockage with your root chakra, you're gonna feel some of these things or you may experience all of them. You just feel you're not grounded. You feel like, you know, you're not stable. You feel off. Something is wrong, but you, you know, you don't know what it is. So you may have a blockage in your root chakra. All right, going on to the sacral chakra. If you have any blockage in that area, you may have difficulty expressing your emotional self. You may have problems expressing any type of intimacy, whether it be emotional intimacy or sexual intimacy. You may have a problem with that, okay? You may also experience physical problems when your chakras are blocked in that certain area. You may have in your chakra, you may have lower back problems or hip problems, all right? You may have problems with... um, your uh, reproductive system. You may have sexual dysfunctional problems as well. Okay. You could um, feel like you're being abused or hurt. You could be confused mentally. You could feel like someone is betraying you. Maybe it is. Maybe you, you know, it is based on some facts or truth, but sometimes, you know, this is not real. It has no basis in physical reality. It's just a feeling because your chakra is blocked. If your sacral chakra is blocked, you may feel all these things. You may experience some of these symptoms and signs, but it may not necessarily be that you're experiencing that. But in your mind, you're going through all these changes because that particular chakra is blocked. Okay? Once you unblock it, 
you're going to relieve these symptoms. You're going to feel much better. You're not going to have the difficulties that you're having when they are blocked, right? Moving on to the solar plex chakra. If you're having a blockage in your solar plex, you're going to feel powerless. You're going to feel like you're a victim. You know, you're going to have that victim mindset. You're going to feel like you have no power, that you have no say-so in your life, that you have to follow authority. You have to listen to other people because you're not going to feel like you have the power to control your life if you have any type of blockage in your solar plex. You're going to be unable to act on your dreams, okay? You have you don't have the ability for you to make decisions, okay? You're willing to give your power away. You have chronic fatigue, and sometimes you know you may have digestive problems. You have stomach problems, you know, sometimes people get anxious, they have anxiety, and they have digestive problems, such as they have diarrhea, constipation, indigestion, heartburn, stomach ache, ulcers. Those things are related to the solar plex. So if you're having these issues, it may be that your solar plex chakra is blocked. All right? We're finding out something is wrong in that area, so you may need to go get some help in order for you to balance it out. Continuing to the heart chakra, that's a major one. A lot of people, or should I say, the majority of people in the world have blocked heart chakras. The majority of people. Why? Because in this society, we're not taught how to love. And the only way you're taught how to love is to be loved. So because a lot of people are not being loved, they're being abused. Okay, they're being victimized, they're being taken advantage of, they're being hurt. So they automatically become defensive because they want to protect themselves from being hurt. So once they are exposed to any type of trauma, any type of abuse, any type of victimization, sexual abuse, uh, domestic violence, incest, you know, any type of attack, now they will go into the defensive mode to protect themselves. What happens? They build a wall around their heart. Not literally, of course, but energetically, okay? The heart chakra is automatically blocked to prevent any energy from coming in. And if nothing is coming in, obviously nothing is going out. So these people are not able to love. They lack self-compassion. They're unable to love themselves first. That's the first sign that your heart chakra is blocked when you're not able to love yourself. If you can't love yourself, then you're not able to love anybody else because your heart is blocked. Of course, not physically, but emotionally and spiritually, your heart is blocked. You're afraid of commitment because you don't want to open yourself up, you know, for anyone to come in and take advantage of you. So you're not going to commit to being in a relationship. You're not going to commit to love anybody. You're not going to commit to open yourself to be vulnerable because your heart is blocked. And these people tend to have more cardiovascular problems, such as heart disease. Ironically, heart disease is a very serious problem. 
People have high blood pressure, they have heart failure, they have all kinds of problem, heart palpitations, you know, all that is associated with the heart chakra. So if your heart chakra is blocked, you definitely will experience all these symptoms, okay? You may be um, jealous, bitter, because the jealousy may come from insecurity. You're afraid that someone is going to take advantage of you, someone is going to betray you, someone is going to use you, and you want to be in control all the time, okay? Fear of being alone, because maybe you've been abandoned as a child, maybe you were neglected, maybe you were deprived of attention. So now your heart chakra is blocked, you fear being abandoned, you fear being alone. Okay, sometimes people who have heart, you know, chakra blockage, they may also suffer from allergies, sinuses, and they may have a lot of stress in their shoulders. Tight shoulders, tight shoulders, okay? So they have a problem with receiving and giving love. They fear commitment and they also hold grudges and they are not willing to forgive. All right. So people who have a blockage in their heart chakra, they have a lot of problems when it comes to processing love, giving, receiving love. They have a hard time because they have this blockage around their heart chakra. Okay, moving to the throat chakra. People who have a blockage in their throat chakra, they have a problem with speaking up. Okay? They don't know how to articulate. They don't know how to express themselves verbally. They don't know how to communicate with other people to help them understand what they're feeling and what they want. Okay? They get frustrated because they don't believe that people actually listen to them, hear them out to understand what it is that they're trying to say. If your throat chakra is blocked, you could also experience brain fogs. You get periods of confusion, maybe even loss of memory. You just forget, you're forgetful because you're having a problem with your throat chakra, okay? You struggle to find meaning in your life. Okay, you have an overactive imagination. Because you're not able to express yourself verbally, you go into your own head and you start to over-imaginate things. You start to overthink. You know, people who have problems with their throat chakra, they worry excessively, right? And physically, they tend to have sore throats, thyroid problems, and sometimes frequent ear infections because they have problems expressing Okay, they, they fear being out of control because they're not able to communicate what's going on with them. Okay, so people who have blockage in the throat chakra, it, they're not able to basically express who and what they are and what they want out of life. So all that energy is stagnant. It's not flowing. So when it backs up, it can definitely cause a lot of problems. We're going to continue with the third eye chakra. Now, if there's any blockage in the third eye chakra, people can experience physical problems such as headaches, blurred vision, eye strain, sinus problems. Okay, the third eye. Now, people can definitely feel disconnected from their intuition. 
if they have a third eye blockage. They may have difficulty making decisions. They may struggle to find meaning in their life. They may be stubborn or hardhead, all right? But they know something is wrong. They don't know exactly what's wrong, but they know something is wrong. But they can't quite put their hand on it. So it's very important for us to understand these symptoms. If you see that you're having these type of problems, you definitely know there's a blockage somewhere. Now let's go to the last chakra, the crown chakra. People who have any blockage in their crown chakra, they have rigid thinking, okay? They feel lonely, they feel detached from the world, they're disconnected from other people, And physically, they may suffer from headaches as well and head tension. They have either their head hurt or they feel some type of physical tension in their head. They're unable to to see other people's point of view because they're so caught up in their own head, so to speak. So people who have crown chakra blockage, they usually fear being alienated. Right? They fear being alienated because they, 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 they have their own way of seeing things and doing things and they're pretty lonely and they're pretty detached. And so they can fear that they will be alienated because they're not able to connect with other people on an emotional level or a spiritual level. And they're not able to connect to the divine. Some of these people are more logical thinkers. Okay, they really don't really exercise their spirituality or their creativity. Okay, these are the people who have problems with their crown chakra. They can experience insomnia, depression, isolation, and they usually are very attached to material things. All right, this is a problem with the crown chakra. If you experience some of these things, the rigid thinking, fear of alienation, you have no sense of purpose, you're not spiritually inclined, you're not getting in touch with your intuition, you're pretty much logic all the time, then something is wrong. You have a problem with your crown chakra. Okay? You have a problem with your crown chakra. Now, Blockage of your chakras can be caused by anything that is negative, that prevents you from having the energy flow throughout your body. Okay, I'm restating this fact so we could be aware. What causes blocked chakras? Traumatic experiences. Any type of traumatic experience. Someone who gets a divorce. Someone who lost someone because of a death or because of a separation. Any type of loss can cause somebody's chakra to block, be blocked. Any type of deprivations, you know, deficiency, someone that's being deprived of something, someone that is lacking something. If you are in a state of poverty, okay, and you're deprived of your basic needs, you could understand how someone's chakra could be blocked, how there could be stagnation in the energy flow because there's problem. Someone who is incarcerated, Okay, whose freedom is taken away, whose their basic necessities may be deprived or they're under tight control. These people's chakras may be blocked. People who are in a state of war all the time, 
people who are actively in war, whether they're soldiers or they're civilians being subjected to war-like conditions, their chakras may be blocked. People who live in crime-ridden communities, you know, communities that have high levels of crime, whether it be homicides, whether it be drug-related, whether it be homicide, you know, whether it be just uh, the public environment, you know, is filled with litter and um, graffitis. It's just a very unpleasant environment. People who live in, in uh, cities, inner cities, okay? I mean, it's very stressful. People who live away from nature, that can also cause their chakras to be blocked. People who are victims of natural disasters, hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, tsunamis, all right? Those things can definitely create trauma and that can be the cause of their block chakras. Crisis, any type of crisis. People who are victims of domestic violence, rape, sexual assault, incest. Any of those things can cause someone's chakra to be blocked. So it's very important that we, you know, understand that so we can eliminate some of these factors from our lives if it's possible, if it's under our control, okay? Don't deliberately make decisions that's going to place you in an environment where you're going to be traumatized or you're going to be exposed to environmental toxins. You're going to be exposed to dysfunctional people, people who are not loving, who are not kind, people who are mean, people who are abusive. It's very important that you don't expose yourself to that environment because if you do, you're going to cause your chakras to be blocked, okay? The energy flow, spiritual energy, emotional energy, mental energy, sexual energy, is not going to be able to be free-flowing in your body, all right? It's not going to be free-flowing. So we have external factors that cause blockage, and I just pretty much went over the external factors that cause blockage in our chakras, okay? We just discussed that. The environment, people, societal influence, oppression, okay, discrimination, any type of negative circumstances, any type of negative circumstances, you know, outside of us, outside of our minds, outside of our bodies, it is external factors that may cause blockage. Now we have internal factors that may cause blockage. The internal factors could be spiritual, you know, it could be your spiritual belief. Maybe you believe in certain things that's going to be uplifting and inspiring and empowering. Or you may believe in things that are discouraging you, that rob you of your happiness, your joy, that limits you from enjoying life, okay? Or stop you from, you know, tapping into your fullest potential. Your beliefs, spiritual belief, your mental beliefs, your perspective on life, your perception of life. Okay, your expectations, if they're realistic or they're unrealistic. Are you setting yourself up for failure? Okay, now if you have low self-esteem, that is an internal factor that can be affecting your chakras. Now remember now, emotionally, you have energy. So it's not just physical things that give out energy. All matter exhibit energy. All matter is a form of energy. So, and it has different frequencies. So if you're thinking negative thoughts, then, you know, you're operating at a lower frequency. And if you're operating at a lower frequency, you're going to affect your, your chakras. You're going to create blockage or some type of stagnation in the flow of energy. 
Okay, any type of negative thought, any type of negative emotions, you're holding on to anger, you're holding on to fear, you're holding on to uh, grudges, your hatred, if you hate people, you're unforgiving, okay, all those emotional things will negatively impact your chakras, all right? So you cannot be healthy and you cannot be balanced and grounded if you're experiencing all these negative emotions, So it's very important to free yourself, release all these negative emotions so you can go ahead on and balance your chakras. All right. Now, we did internal factors that affect your chakras and external factors. Now, let's deal with some external physical factors that could affect your chakras. Any type of medical health problem can affect your chakras because when one thing is off in your body, it affects every other area in your body. It's very important for us to understand that. So if you're sick in one part of your body, go get some help, go get some healing, get some treatment, get some therapy, because if you don't, that medical problem is going to cause other problems in your body. It's going to cause emotional problems, mental, spiritual problems. It's not just going to be a physical problem. It's going to affect you in every other area. And it's also going to affect your chakras. If you're constantly in pain, if you're constantly, you know, feeling tired, you're constantly feeling unmotivated, you're constantly feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and frustrated, that's going to cause all type of physical ailments. All right. If you have heart condition, cardiovascular problem, it's going to affect your heart. It's going to affect your heart chakra and all the other chakras as well. If you lack exercise, if you're not getting the proper amount of exercise, the body is stagnant, the muscles are not moving, the energy is not flowing, the blood flow is not circulating properly, it's going to cause your chakras to be blocked. So it's very important to get up and activate the body. You know, you can walk, you can run, you can swim, you could use a bicycle, you can roller skate. Okay, I mean, you can do any type of physical activity that's going to push the body into motion. Okay, to push the body, you could play a sport, soccer. I mean, you could dance, whatever it is that you need to do to get the body physically moving. The body needs to be in motion. You cannot sit down all day. You cannot sleep all day. If you do, you're going to create an imbalancement in your body and also in your chakras. You have to have proper nutrition. You have to eat properly, well-balanced meals. Now, it's not possible for everybody because everybody don't have the same financial means, but try your best to eat as healthy as possible. Avoid canned goods. Avoid fast foods, fatty foods, excessive meats. Avoid all that high content, context of content of salt. All right, whole lot of sugar. Avoid processed food. Try to eat as fresh and natural as possible. Natural meaning without all the extra preservatives and artificial colors and artificial flavors. Insufficient sleep. If you're not getting proper sleep, you're going to affect your chakras. You're going to be confused. You're going to be foggy in the brain. You're going to be tired. You're going to be exhausted. You're not going to be able to be functional mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. You're not going to be able to be your best. All right. So it's very important to get sufficient amount of sleep. Do not overexert yourself. Okay. Don't 
run yourself to the ground. If you're working two or three jobs, you know, you're taking care of a lot of children, you're taking on too many responsibilities. It's very important that you take care of your body. You only have one body. And if that body's not working properly, it's going to be a problem. All right. So any type of mental problem, negative belief systems, distorted thinking, intrusive thoughts can definitely affect your chakras. They can cause chakra blockage. Emotional problems. If you have anxiety, depression, anger, fear, any type of emotional buildup that you're not releasing, it can definitely create all types of blockage, all type of blockage. Okay. Now our seven chakras are affected by our emotional, mental, and spiritual state. Okay. So any type of mental activity that you engage in is going to affect your chakra. So be very mindful of what it is that you're thinking. Because just thinking, even if you're not doing anything, but thinking negative thoughts can definitely have an impact on your chakras. Now, your whole lifestyle, everything about your lifestyle, you have to really stop and examine your whole entire lifestyle to see if there's any type of negative patterns or negative habits that you need to eliminate that's affecting your chakras. Now, it's very important that we balance our chakras. Now, let's go ahead on and talk about what happens when you have a balanced chakra. What will that look like? What will it look like if you are able to balance your chakras? All right. Once you balance your chakras, you're going to be in a good place. You're going to be healthy. Okay. And yes, it is attainable. There are people in this world that can and are doing the work, the inner work. You have to do the inner work. Sometimes they call it the shadow work, where you have to go deep inside of you and do the house cleaning. You have to get rid of all the negative stuff internally and then work on the external things to balance yourself. Okay, Internally, you clean inside and then externally, you clean outside. You get rid of all the things that no longer serve you things that are not good for you, okay? So you can go ahead on and learn how to balance yourself. So once you get rid of all the negativity and you're able to balance yourself, you're able to learn how to manage, you learn how to take care of yourself, you learn how to nurture and love yourself, you learn how to put things in alignment and proper balance. Once you learn how to do that, this is how your chakras should look. Let's see how the chakras are when they're operating with no blockage. When you have no blockage or you have very limited blockage, all right? Now, there are different degrees of blockages. Some people can have a small blockage, okay? It's not that serious. It's not that important, but you need to take care of it so you can allow the energy to flow freely. Some people have a small blockage. Some people have moderate blockage, and some people have severe blockage. Some people have just... It's completely blocked. It's completely blocked. These people, we call them the robots. Okay, the robots. I mean, they've lost their humanity. They've lost touch with their humanity. They don't even know who they are as a human being. You know, these are the people who've been extremely traumatized, victims of serial rapes and, you know, victims of uh, severe abuse, 
people who live in abject poverty see no way out, people who are victims of all kinds of brutality and atrocity. These people become totally detached, totally shut down. They go into a coma emotionally. They just completely shut down. These people, of course, they have all their major chakras shut down. For But for the average person, they don't have all their chakras shut down. They have mild, you know, mild to, you know, somewhat moderate blockage. And they can fix the problem. It's a matter of being consciously aware of what the problem is, okay, and seeking a solution to find out what's causing the blockage and remove it. And being able to acquire a sustainable lifestyle that will enable them to prevent blockage. Okay, that's doable. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of personal responsibility and discipline, but it's definitely possible. Now, what happens when your root chakra is balanced? What happens when your root or base chakra is balanced? You feel supported. You feel connected. You feel grounded. You feel safe and secure. You have strong emotional connections with your family and friends. You feel wanted and loved. You feel content with yourself, with your body, with your mind and your soul. You feel confident about your livelihood, about your survival. You feel safe. You don't feel that you have to fear anything, okay? And you feel like you have enough of what you want and what you need. When that happens, your root chakra is balanced, okay? You feel very well grounded and supported. That's what it looks like to have a balanced root or base chakra. Moving on to the sacral chakra, what happens when that is balanced? You feel empowered. Okay, you're able to tap into your creativity. You're able to use your sexuality positively. You're able to have healthy sexual relationships. Okay, you feel comfortable about your body, about yourself. You're very accepting of who and what you are. Okay, you feel that you can take control of your life. This is what happens when you have no type of blockage in your sacral chakra okay moving on to the solar plex what happens when your solar plex chakra is balanced you have a strong sense of your own personal power okay you feel you know self-respect you respect yourself respect is simply value you know how to value yourself as a person as a human being and the many roles that you play whether you play the role of a parent of a lover a husband a wife Uh, a professional, you know, whatever role that you play, you're confident in that role. You know, you feel safe and secure in your identity as a person. You know how to use your personal power for good. You trust your intuition, okay, and you don't really need too much external validation, okay? You have a strong sense of who and what you are. You are connected to your own power, okay? This is when you have a balanced solar plex chakra. Moving on, your heart chakra. What happens when your heart chakra is balanced? Okay, you feel love. You have the ability for you to give and receive love. You're able to experience joy and gratitude. 
You're able to have compassion, understanding, and definitely you're able to forgive yourself and you're able to forgive others. You feel very comfortable and confident in your emotional state. You feel very comfortable and confident in your intimate relationships because you're confident in who you are and what you are in terms of your love space. You know how to love yourself and you know how to love others. So now you're confident that you're able to have a loving relationship. There's no doubt. There's no confusion in your mind. You know how to give and receive. You're grateful for life's blessings and gifts. You practice gratitude. You're able to experience true happiness. Okay? True happiness comes from unconditional love. When you're able to love yourself unconditionally, and you're also able to love other people unconditionally, this is where the happiness comes from. Your ability to be able to love. That is freeing. Now remember, the heart chakra creates a balance for all the other chakras. So if your heart chakra is blocked and off, everything else is off. But when your heart chakra is balanced, then it becomes easier for everything else to be in alignment. So your your heart chakra is very important. It pretty much dictates what happens, you know, throughout your whole body, throughout your whole mind, your soul, and your whole life experience. The heart chakra is very important. So the goal is to always balance that. If you're able to balance your heart chakra, then you're able to balance all the other chakras. Now, third, now let's deal with the throat chakra. If you're able to balance that, how does that look? You're able to articulate yourself. You're able to express yourself verbally with confidence. You're able to be honest, be truthful, be open. All right, you know that you are able to speak, you're able to be heard, and people can connect and relate to what you're saying, and people can appreciate you. So, You're in the position to be able to be true to yourself. And once you are true to yourself, you're able to be truthful. You're able to be honest. You're able to express yourself, your true self. You don't have to hide behind a mask, hide behind a script. You don't have to pretend to be anything. Okay? When your throat chakra is balanced, you're able to speak freely without any worries whether someone's going to accept you or reject you. You don't worry about that. You're just confident that you have the right to speak your truth. You have the right to be heard and you have the right to express yourself. You feel very confident and you use that power wisely. You're not going to use your power to speak to attack or to hurt anybody because you're perfectly balanced. If you weren't balanced, then you would find a need to retaliate or to get revenge or to hurt people because you feel like they're hurting you or they're not really understanding you. But now you're balanced. Your throat chakra is balanced. You're able to freely communicate your needs. People can hear and understand and respect what it is and be able to provide what it is that you're requesting. All right. Now the third eye chakra, if that's balanced, you feel good. You feel that you're able to focus. You feel determined. You're open to receiving um, advice from other people. You're acting in confidence. You're able to acquire wisdom and understanding. You get clarity. Okay, when your third eye is open, you're able to connect. You're able to connect with others. Okay, not just physically connect, 
You know, you're able to also connect spiritually. You're able to connect emotionally as well. So your third eye is open. You're open to wisdom and understanding and knowledge and comprehension. You're able to connect everything together now. Everything is not compartmentalized anymore. You're able to see the whole picture. When you are balanced, when your third eye chakra is balanced, you're able to see the whole picture. Now, the last chakra, the crown chakra, once that's balanced, you are good. You're able to connect to nature and to the earth. You know, you're able to connect to a higher power. You're able to connect with your intuition and connect with others. All right. You can really start to tapping into your spiritual abilities when your crown chakra is open. Okay. You're open to everything. You can see the interconnection of everything, the interdependency of everything. You know, you're able to rise above the mundane to get into the spiritual. Okay. You're becoming more spiritually aware, more spiritually aware of who you are as a being, as a soul having a human experience. Usually they say that your crown chakra doesn't fully develop until you get to be 42, between 42 and 45. Okay. That means that you have to acquire a certain amount of life experience, you know, a certain amount of emotional maturity. Okay. A certain amount of spiritual maturity in order for you to fully activate your crown chakra. All right. So we just went through what happens when your chakras are open and balanced. It is so important. When your chakras are open and balanced, you feel like a real person. You feel alive. You feel rejuvenated. Okay? You have abundance of energy, vitality, creativity. You have peace. Okay? And you're grounded. So let's briefly talk about how do you do these things? We, we kind of mentioned a little earlier as far as working on yourself, doing the inner work, doing the clean up in your house, clean the internal house, which is you, inside of you, inside your mind, inside your heart, inside your soul. And we also talk about doing the external work, cleaning inside or around your environment, where you live physically, clean your house. Because if you live in a, you know, in a cluttered, dirty, filthy, you know, place, it's kind of hard for you to maintain peace and balance and be grounded, okay? Your external environment reflects your internal environment. Make an effort to clean up your house. Cleanliness is next to godliness, all right? Make sure that you're in a clean environment. It doesn't matter the size of your home. You could be in a box or you could be in a mansion. It doesn't matter. Practice cleaning your environment because as you clean outside, you're cleaning inside. So as above, so below, as below, so above. Okay. As you clean your external environment, you're also cleaning your internal environment. Now, some of the things you can do to help you open your chakras and keep them open is breath exercise, breathing exercise, breathing deeply and calmly. You know, it allows you to relax and allows you to be able to focus. Okay, you're able to focus and you're able to focus on a particular goal. And the goal is to release all negative energy 
and allow the energy to flow. All right. You can use color therapy. You can use colors to activate your chakras. We just talked about it. The color red. You want to activate your root chakra. The color orange, your sacral. The color yellow, your surplex. The color green or pink for your heart chakra. The color blue for the throat. The color indigo for the third eye. And the violet color for the crown chakra. You can wear these colors to activate Pacific chakras. You can wear them in your clothing, your hat, your jewelry. Okay, you can color inside your room that color if you want to. You can have pictures of that color as a visual reminder or, or some type of symbol to remind you to connect to that particular chakra. You can practice yoga and meditation. Okay, that's very helpful. Meditation can help you align yourself to positive energy and you can go and you can balance your chakras that way. Also, yoga, different postures, different type of exercise can help you, you know, um, unblock your chakras. Okay, now you can practice gratitude. Practicing gratitude connects you to the divine. It connects you to nature. It connects you to positive energy. And if you're connected to positive energy, then you're more receptive, you know, to receiving all the other positive energy. So it's the law of attraction. If you are grounded in positivity, you're going to attract other positive energy. You could practice energy healing, okay? Different type of energy healing. You can connect to nature. Go out and walk in nature. Connect to nature. Get sunlight. Let the sun kiss you on your face. Go out and get sunlight. You know, if you're able to, some people have problems, they can't. But if you don't have any problem connecting to the sun, go outside and get some sunlight. Walk on the beach, go to the park, connect with nature. Now make sure you connect yourself to loving people. Love, unconditional love will help you open your heart chakra. It will allow the heart chakra energy to flow and make you a more loving person. And if you're a more loving person, you're going to attract other loving people and you're going to also attract positivity into your life. Use laughter. It's good. Laughter is cure. Laughter is a cure for all diseases. So if you can laugh and you can be happy, you can be joyous, that definitely something that can be used to unblock your chakras. Artistic expression. Allow yourself to use your artistic abilities. If you know how to sing, you can dance, you could uh, do poetry, you could paint. Express yourself artistically to help realign your chakras. So we just reviewed the chakras. It's very important whether you believe in chakras or not. These are practical things that you can do just to have a better lifestyle. Whether you believe in the chakras or not. Whether you believe that our bodies are energetic and we work on energy flow. Whether you believe that or not, it's not important. The fact is, I've just given some good practical sound advice that you can use just to make yourself better. To make yourself healthier. To make yourself just more balanced. Thank you so much for listening.